0: For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitrow.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, good morning, friends. It is time for our weekly podcast episode, and my name is Melanie Mitro. I am the host of Women Inspiring Women, and today I am going to be sharing with you some of my principles and philosophies and practices that I use when it comes to duplicating success. Everybody always asks me about duplication, so I feel like this would be the perfect episode to share with all of you, but before we dive into that, I just want to have, I want to shout out my listener of the week, so Tina R, she posted last Thursday on iTunes in the review section, um, a great review, I just want to thank you so much for being a loyal listener, and she said, I just started a new business, and she was lost, and found my podcast, and she has listened to every single podcast podcast to date in the last two weeks. Wow, thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciate that feedback and that you really commented that I'm straightforward and honest and I tell you exactly like it is and I don't sugarcoat it and I encourage you to go out there and find a system to best fit your needs. So thank you so much, Tina Rose Roses. If you are listening into this podcast episode, send me an email at mjmitro at gmail.com and I will send you a little gift for your review. So, Friends, if you love my podcast and you listen to it every week, please go write me a review on iTunes. Recommend me to your friends every week. I will pick a new listener of the week to feature here live on the episode. All right, so let's get started. So this week, um, coming off of my own leadership retreat that I hosted last week in Orlando, Florida, we had four houses, uh, about 100 leaders that came together in our organization to mastermind, to grow in community, to share what is working, what's not working, to talk about best practices, to set our goals for the next six months, for the next 18 months, and to honestly just strengthen the relationships and friendships. It's so cool to have a tribe that I can call my tribe. You know, we all talk about these people that we work with and these teams that we have. And just because somebody is on your team, doesn't necessarily mean they're your tribe. And I find that these leadership retreats, those are the people, those are my tribe. They are the people that I would wanna hang out with outside of my work. They are the people that I would call if I was having a bad day or I needed support with something I was struggling with. Like they are my people and I want them to know that I've got their back and I know that they always have mine. So how did I get to the point where I created a tribe? How did I even get to a place where I had people that wanted to join my team, that, that thought like me, that had the same philosophies and the same work ethic? Well, it didn't happen overnight. It wasn't the snap of my fingers. Honestly, it took me seven years to build this tribe and I still feel like it is refining and getting better as we go through this process together. So look at where you're at in your business right now and say, I got to have a little bit of patience in the process in order to find my tribe. But here, these six things can really help you to kind of narrow that down and make sure that you are, in fact, doing the right things. All right. So first and foremost, right, our job and our role um, and where we're at right now as a leader. And let me stop right there if you open the doors for business if you are in a network marketing business if you open a company if you uh have a brick and mortar business you're a leader the minute you open your doors for business even if you're still figuring it out you're a leader because people are looking to you for inspiration and the one thing our job to do is not to create more followers but to create more leaders, people that are stepping up and that are taking action based on the knowledge and information you're putting out there. And one of these motivational videos that actually the president of global sales, Jeff Hill, at our company shared with us at our leadership retreat was this video clip from Tiger Woods. And in this video clip it was just Tiger Woods out on the on the driving range and he just goes out and he starts hitting golf balls and he and every single golf ball he hits somebody else comes over and somebody else puts their ball down and somebody else takes a swing and he says nothing no words he doesn't turn to the person next to him and critique their swing their form you know or or how far the ball goes he just keeps swinging he looks He analyzes his own swing. He puts his next ball down. He swings. And before you know it, there are a line of other people that are all swinging in unison that have watched what he is doing and are now implementing that and duplicating his sort of activities. And I think that's a lot. That's very much so relatable to what we are doing here in this business, right? So you don't have to say anything. You don't have to bark orders at people. You shouldn't be telling people what they should be doing. You should be inspiring people by leading. I'll give you another really good example. When I started my business, my health and fitness business, I would get up every morning, and and I was still going through my own personal transformation, so I would press play, and I would work out in the morning, and I would come up, and I'd make my shake, and I'd cook my food throughout the day, and I'd put healthy meals on the dinner table, and not once did I look at my husband and say, you need to do this with me, or you should be, or why aren't you? Instead, I just kept leading. And for an entire year, I led, and he watched. He would eat some of the food that I was eating. He was starting to lose some weight just because I was cooking healthier meals and I wasn't keeping the junk food and the things that tempted us in the house. And about a year later, he made a decision. I didn't tell him to, but to start doing workouts. He started making his shake every day and taking it to work. He started telling other people about this amazing shake and what it can do for your health and how clean eating has changed his life. And not once did I tell him he should go out there and do it. I simply led by example. It was my energy, my excitement, my discipline, that consistency that rubbed off on him. And when I asked him, you know, what made you decide to start working out? He said, it was you. It was watching you every day wake up early. It was watching you every single day stay disciplined even when you were tired. To be, to make the hard choices that you probably didn't want to make. Like not eating that cake at that party and instead, you know, having a bowl of fruit. It was you being disciplined to getting to your end goal that inspired me to make a change. So friends, I want to ask you this. Are you leading? Are you just going out there not expecting anything in return and just leading from the front and not barking orders or telling people to sign up or buy this, but just being there to inspire along the way? And I want you to know that as the leader at any point in time, if I would have taken a step back, if I would have stopped showing up every day, if I would have stopped drinking that shake, if I would have stopped, you know, eating clean, do you think that all of these people's lives would have been changed? No. The ripple effect of my decisions, of my consistency has now affected hundreds and thousands of lives, and more importantly, my own family. Remember, if you stop leading, people stop following. The second thing is this. You don't have to be packaged well to be a leader, to duplicate your success. You can be the underdog. I feel like I was the underdog, right? So when I started my business, again, seven years ago, um, I looked at all of these beautiful social media figures. I looked at all of these girls with these great transformations, these beautiful six-pack abs, this gorgeous skin, great hair, beautiful babies. And I was like, for the love of God, I am just trying to keep my life together. I've got dishes in the sink. I've got laundry that I've shoved in the closet so nobody can find it. You know, I'm barely getting enough sleep at night. I have horrible stretch marks from two wonderful pregnancies. I have a hernia. I have saggy skin. I don't feel like I am any sort of supermodel picture of what, you know, a top coach of a company should look like. I was that hot mess mom just trying to keep it together, living in a tiny little townhouse. I didn't have these beautifully styled areas to take my photos. And so I looked at these other women and I thought to myself, they're the top of the company. I can't compete with that. How will I ever, I won't ever look like that. And for a while I tried to be those people. I tried to talk like them and act like them and dress like them and it wasn't authentic and it wasn't me. And the minute I said to myself, you know what? I know what I can do. I've got passion, I have belief, I have work ethic and I am willing to show up and do my best. I'm willing to show up and learn how to take better photos. I'm willing to show up and learn how to get more likes on my posts because I was getting zero or 10 likes on a post and those girls were getting hundreds of likes on posts. And I thought, okay, I can lean into what I don't know. I can Google, Google became my best friend, how to grow more engagement on social media, how to get more traction, how to get more likes, how to grow your followers. I would Google and I would do. I would show up and I would lead by example. And I thought to myself, if I just add so much value and so many free tips and so much free advice without expecting anything in return, surely, just surely, I'm going to start attracting the right people. They're going to see that I'm the real deal, right? And they're going to want to sign up with me because I'm not going anywhere. And I went from being that, underdog, that un, that person that maybe nobody would have noticed, you know, just sort of average every day, nothing fancy, nothing out of the ordinary, and I became the four-time top coach of a company. Not because of skill or talent or background or education, not because I had more time than all of you, but because I was willing to do the work. I was willing to show up and lead by example and inspire vision and never give up. And no matter how many times people told me no, I knew that eventually, somehow, some way, I was going to find my way. And so here's the thing. If you want to inspire people, if you want to duplicate success, you have to say, it doesn't matter what everybody else is doing. I'm going to be the the unlikely underdog, right? I'm going to come out from the shadows and I'm going to rock my business and I'm going to create this momentum. I'm going to shine in the dark when nobody's watching. That, my friends, that inspires the other people out there that have the same kind of work ethic that you do to do the work too. So remember that as you move forward, that the best thing you can do, in fact, is lead by example. The third thing is as a leader in duplicating your success, you have to inspire people. You have to share hope and vision. So for me, you know, I had to go out there and before I ever was deemed leader title within the company, I was putting on my social media that look. I am so excited about this opportunity. I have been changed. My own life has been transformed by using these products and these programs. I love the supportive community. I can't imagine where I would be if it wasn't for you know this company. And because of my decision to never give up, I am. I have found an opportunity that is not only keeping me healthy and keeping me in shape, but it is helping me to earn a paycheck. And I'm taking it to the top because I see what is possible. I see and I believe that I can be in the top of the company and so either you're going to get on this train or this train is leaving the station without you. I am so excited to kick off my own personal mentoring program. Do you want to join me? Let's do this. Let's link arms together and I posted things like that long before I was a leader and I went out there and I was sharing every success that my team was having. From new people that were signing up, I would shout them out, to people that were making their first sale, to people that were advancing in rank every single like step and journey along the way, from the free swag I got to the company, to the invites that I got for events that I qualified for, I wasn't afraid to share it. I wasn't afraid to take my vision board that I created with poster board and markers and pieces of magazine you know pictures from magazines i wasn't afraid to take a picture of that and put it on facebook and show it in my instagram and tell people this is what i'm doing do you want to be a part of it we are a movement and we are changing the way that that we look at communities of women and i just made it my mission to share it publicly and then i shared it in my team page You know, half of the time, nobody commented in my team page. It was me every day. I was in there. I was inspiring vision. I was sharing resources, sharing scripts and post ideas and doing trainings. And no, not one comment at all. Not one. But I refused to say, okay, maybe this is a sign that I'm not meant to be successful. I just kept going. Until one day, I had a coach that signed up to be a part of my team that just got it. She had that same fire. She had been following me for a while. She finally took the leap of faith. And when I was posting videos and trainings, she was like, these are so great. These are awesome resources. And she was in there and she was collaborating and she was talking. And it was just this absolutely awesome experience. But if I wouldn't have had the grit and determination to show up every single day when no one was listening, I wouldn't have attracted people like her that sort of started that spark and that flame that helped me to begin to create that traction that I needed to grow my tribe. The fourth one is this. As a leader, in order to duplicate, we have to learn this refinement process. Refining our skills is is the number one thing that we can do when it comes to duplicating our success. If, if I want my leaders to lead, I have to say to myself, what can I improve on? Hey, if I'm not getting a lot of likes on my social media, you better believe I'm out there Googling how to grow my following, how to get better engagement. You know, what are the new ways to grow your Instagram account in 2018, right? What are some ways, like great ways to connect with others, to to run freebies or flash sales or to do sort of some free groups or giveaways? You know, what are the things I can do that I can refine my own process to go out there and teach my people how to lead? So refinement is so important. If we aren't willing to expand our capacity, if we aren't willing to do the things better than our team and better than our people below us, we can't expect them them to do it either. So this is one thing I always, always say. If you want your team to recruit five people every month, you better be recruiting 20. If you want your team to have 10 new sales, you better have 20 new sales. Whatever you are expecting your team to do, you better be doing it better. And you better be sharing that in your team page. Share how many new recruits. Share how many new customers that you've signed up. Share the posts that really got great traction. Share copies and invitations that you're sending out to other people. Give them the ideas. Show them what you're doing. Lead from the front because you can't expect to recruit an A-plus player if you are a C player. And that's so important because people, they want to sign up with people that are better than them, that are more inspiring than them. And if you want your people to show up and do half the work, you better be doubling down what you're doing right now to attract those goal-getters. All right, so the last thing is this. When it comes to duplication, I like to say it is just it is a practice of sacrifice. It is the art of sacrifice. It is saying, look, when it comes to duplication, I have to be willing to give and give and give. And there are times in all of our businesses where we get to a deadline, where we know that our teams are counting on us, where maybe you, yourself as the leader, maybe you've reached your goal for the month, but your people haven't. Are you saying to yourself, you know what? I'm gonna stay home on the last day of the month because I've got people that are asking me questions. I know that my people need me. I know that if I just gave a little more effort and time to them, they would reach their goals too. And so I'm gonna make the sacrifice and I'm gonna drink a cup of coffee at eight o'clock at night and I'm gonna sit here until the business day ends and I'm gonna help my people achieve their goals. It's halfway through the month when you see your people are struggling that you throw in an extra call, you pull in a mastermind, you do a training, you say to yourself, do I got to run an extra group or uh, an extra mastermind so that they are getting it. So when it comes to duplication, when push comes to shove in the moments of like where you really have to reach that goal. Are you saying to yourself, I've reached my goal, but now it's my turn to make a sacrifice and help them reach their goal too? And duplication means that you are sharing your best practices. You aren't the star of the show. Everybody knows what you do. Everybody knows that the messages you send out and an example of what they look like. Everybody knows your system. If you want to have a team that follows your lead, you have got to lead them to where you want them to go. Every month, I give my team a calendar it's, it's, and I give it to them before the next month starts. And I, the, about next week is the time I'll start working on October. I look at trends. I look at roadblocks and potential obstacles and I decide where we're going to go. I decide what groups we're going to run, what business opportunities we're going to do, what special sales and promotions are coming up. I look at what obstacles potentially could be in society or holidays or traveling or things that are going on. And I learned to speak to my team and I learned to, I share with them what I am doing. So their minds begin to think similarly to mine. They begin to be on the offense and not the defense. They're looking at obstacles and developing a strategy. They aren't constantly saying they're struggling, they're challenged. And we're facing these challenges together as a team. And the best thing that you can do for your organization is to lead from the front, to inspire that vision, to show them what sacrifice looks like, and to literally be there for them. And if you tell your team why you're pushing hard, why these goals matter, why they're going to benefit them and how their income is going to grow and their team is going to get bigger and their quality of life is going to get better, the minute you begin to share those kinds of things and why this business is going to help them get to where they want to be is the minute that other people start to duplicate the success. But at the end of the day, I want you to remember this. Some will, some won't. So what? Who's next? Got it? And it's not to be mean. It's not to be harsh, but you can't get stuck on the people that don't match your effort. But if you keep leading you are going to realize that every single person that comes into your life is going to be affected positively and they're either going to move on to something else or or they are going to bring you the people that are truly a part of your tribe. All right, my friends, as we finish out today's episode, the art of duplication very simply is you leading. You leading from the front with your heart, sharing that vision and that passion and honestly being patient enough to see it come to fruition. And there is no timeline. I can't tell you if you do X, Y, and Z on this date or at this amount of months or years, you'll have a team of working coaches. It is all up to you and that consistency and that duplication. All right, my friends, if this episode inspired you, please go out there and share it with somebody else. If you've got follow-up questions or more things you wanna hear from me, send me an email at mjmitro at gmail.com. I'm always open to your suggestions and I can't wait to come back here and see you all next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Bye, everybody.